Well, hello again, and welcome to Going Rounds, the official podcast of Gusto, a matter company. I'm Danette Harris Corpse, podcast producer here at Gusto and host of this very podcast. So, on our last episode, we introduced you to our senior copywriter, Shaw Flick, in a format we call In This Quarter. If you haven't checked that one out yet, take a listen. Today, we've got copywriter Myla Pearl, who will be reading to you from our blog on The Forum Presents Five Lessons on Creativity We're Learning So Far in 2023. Maya, take it away. So here's the thing we've learned over the years. Creativity often functions as a muscle for problem solving. Like in our line of work, client partners approach us with a business result they're hoping to achieve. Then we identify the core audience issue and produce content to solve for it. And even under other circumstances, when the problem is more esoteric, like say, connecting more deeply with the natural world by painting a stylized portrait of some water lilies, the creative expression, along with all the skills that enable it, still functions as the solution or the muscle that does the work. And we build those muscles through countless hours of practice, all of which prepare us to approach our next problem with more creativity. Strengthen muscles, solve more problems. Still with me? Good. Because in this podcast, we're gonna dig into some of the lessons we've been learning as creative problem solvers so far in 2023. That means we'll be tapping into emerging trends in the branded content and commercial art space. And we're doing it while giving our team members, aka our champs, an opportunity to share what goes into their countless hours of practice and the passion that drives our collective creative expression. Lesson one, how and why we continually improve and refine our process. Any agency that's gone through a rebrand can tell you that it's a great opportunity to rethink structure and process. After all, Nothing is precious in a rebrand. So when recently presented with this opportunity, our project manager, Coulter Biot, jumped so high he basically touched the ceiling, pulling inspo from a variety of project management and production process resources. He recognized that first he should turn to the team to identify what we collectively wanted to improve and refine. Now, Coulter's research and strategic sorcery hasn't led to a conspiracy board of huge organizational changes, or our entire team shifting to a four-day work week. Yet. But it did give Coulter and the rest of us some valuable insight into team-driven change and how to use data to inform strategic process decisions, which we think is a pretty killer demonstration of how with the right mindset and eye for detail, you can uncover creative problem-solving strategies where you least expect them. Now, as we continue to refine how we do what we do, Coulter is out here pulling and sharing insights from across his wide array of project management and production resources. But whatever you do, don't get him started on Eli Altman's Run Studio Run. Lesson two, eight rules of animation according to Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro is a filmmaking legend. And when legends share what they've learned, we listen, especially if they happen to be talking about animation. A legend in her own right, motion designer Sarah Delahunty has found herself leaning into a couple of the filmmaker's rules. 
especially number six on the list. What exactly does it mean to seek life in branded animation? For Sarah, it goes all the way down to the core problem our work aims to solve, connecting with audiences. Our audiences are, presumably, humans, all of whom come to our content with thoughts, feelings, experiences, and everything that humans use to inform their decision-making processes. Just like Guillermo del Toro does in his stunning retelling of the classic story of Pinocchio, Sarah seeks life in her own animation, tethering herself to the human spirit, and more deeply connecting with the audience. Lesson 3. How to Write Under Pressure In spite of what ChatGPT, Grammarly, and other generative AI tools are trying to convince the world of, writing is hard. Especially when you tack on audience needs, deliverables, deadlines, analytics, and all of that. Professional writers string together words and ideas in ways that do work on behalf of clients to solve a given problem. And there's a reason writers have held the coveted role in agency creative since the days of Mad Men. Because it's really, really hard to do well. Over time and in the moment, pressure can build to the point of insecurity, self-doubt, and downright defeatism. Unless, according to senior writer Shaw Flick, you've got the right toolkit. Thankfully, to better tap into creativity without all the pressure-induced identity crises, folks like Dan Nelkin, who is really, really good at writing, are out there sharing their tools, techniques, and strategies. Now, Dan's Writing Under Pressure course costs money, but it's totally worth it for agency writers. Plus, if you sign up for his newsletter, A Self-Help Guide for Creatives, along with periodically hitting you with insightful content and interviews with top-notch creative directors, he'll probably offer you a discount. Lesson four, when the old is the new new. The appetite for nostalgia is a very real thing. Legend has it that every 30 years or so, we all culturally decide to perform a time loop of sorts and replay the vibes from three decades earlier. No fashion, hairstyle, or musical subculture is safe from the great recycling. As long as we all honor the unspoken agreement, what was old is now new. And if you're senior motion designer Tanner Buerly, you couldn't be happier to surf the current wave of nostalgic video trends. Tanner has been learning to acknowledge the ironic truth that recycling old trends is one of the best ways to surprise people jumping out at them from the rest of their monotonous doom scroll. Whether it's incorporating a mixed-media collage that makes your video look like a page torn out of your high school notebook, or weaving in some archival footage of your favorite old-school soccer players, there's just something about the classic symbology of our childhood that's difficult to tear your eyes away from. And finally, Lesson 5. Tricking out your toolkit. Senior motion designer Joe Skanecki knows what he doesn't know, and he isn't afraid to admit it. But if there's an online course available, doggone it, he's going to fix it. And what better way to fix something than breaking out your toolbox? Now, Joe has a lot of the tools he needs already, but his innate love for traditional media and hand-drawn aesthetic had him wanting to learn how to use Blender to cross-pollinate between the realms of 2D and 3D in his work. Here's what Joe had to say. Tutorials are an essential part of the creative process for any creative. The usefulness and readability of each can vary greatly, dependent on the creator's ability to vocalize, perform, and perfect the process that they're trying to show off. 
So imagine my surprise and elation upon finding the Kevin Ram channel on YouTube. Like, come on, Kevin, what? Very rarely do I run into a set, emphasize set of amazing videos, all created with the same caliber and care. From the videos themselves being broken up into timestamp chapters through the final product, Kevin takes us through each step, not skipping a thing. His mastery over illustration and the grease pencil tool in Blender is incredible, and you know that he loves his craft. Like any good artist, Joe doesn't believe in gatekeeping the things that get his creative gears going, which is why he wants to make sure other 2D and 3D artists know about Kevin's channel. I mean, it's a free opportunity to build out your own toolkit. Although, Joe says, He also has a few paid classes that look amazing, y'all. Lessons. Keep them coming. In the title of this episode, we let you know that these were five lessons we've been learning in 2023. So far. That's because learning is less about a specific lesson than it is about a continuous process toward improvement. Learning is about the journey, not the destination. Hey, someone ought to put that on a bumper sticker. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Going Rounds. I hope you got to unpack and reflect a little bit about the fact we're already halfway through the year, but also on some of your creative endeavors this year. If you ever want to talk with Maya or myself or anyone Gusto, email us at hello at letsgusto.com. We can't wait to bring you more perspectives from our staff and other creatives that inspire us. Until then, bye!